Warning! This episode contains foul language, disturbing crimes and deaths, and a vomit-inducing derp corner. listening to keep it weird the podcast for all things strange unusual paranormal supernatural creepy sticky gross scary and everything in between each week we have the absolute pleasure of sitting in our own filth with our unwashed hair locked away in separate bedrooms (laughs) to chat about something weird and this week is no exception because we are giving you all the weirdest stuff happening on this planet right now or at least close to right now within months of right now. My name is Ashley, and this is my co-host, Lauren. Hey, you weirdos. <laughs> and you are listening to <laughs> This Week in Weird. 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 This Week in Weird is our YouTube segment where we bring you all the strangest news stories from around the world. Today we've got true crime stories, scientific discoveries, strange creatures, kooky towns, screaming skies, and one wacky case of old ass DNA. So, strap on. Yeah, I don't have anything cool to say this week. <laughs> Pull up your bootstraps and take a walk Put on, your on the wild Get ready side. for some weird stories. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Um, thank you. I am actually so excited that we're doing a This Week in Weird because this is probably the thing I miss doing the most. I know. And we can't do it because, honestly, it just wouldn't be the same over Zoom. It's just, it only works when you and I are together. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really love the so energy of our This Week in Weird episode. Yeah. And also, usually, so the episodes that we record, like the Keep It Weird, like full episodes that we record after we do a This Week in Weird end up being so awesome because we just spent an hour being the goofiest people on earth. Right, it warms us up. (laughs) It warms us up a bit having the giggles and being crazy people. (laughs) When you released the bloopers from that one episode we did, I think it was like our last episode before COVID hit. It was insanity. I didn't know how to do an intro. I didn't know how to do an outro. I (laughs) said many incorrect things it was very special that was so funny that was such a fun i mean we laughed the entire time we recorded those stories oh gosh just miss the goofiness of us being together it's so sad you know stupid corona but i'm over it i know i really am but i'm so happy that at least we both have microphones and can record remotely so it doesn't have to be just complete despair i know we can, can make you imagine happen. can you guys can you listeners imagine if we couldn't record i would be devastated i would be so sad if during this entire time we just had to be like nope guess we'll wait what would i be doing safe that i would be doing nothing with my life it's it would be very depressing it's already depressing but it would be way more this truly brings life new listeners 
bring us all the joy. <laughs> and actually, speaking of listeners, I want to give a quick shout out to our amazing new patrons. This month, yeah, patrons. it looks like we've got Smokey, which is a cool as heck nickname or real name. Um, Who knows? What? Love it. It's a great name. And uh, Torian Ellis Downs, which is another awesome name that I sure hope I pronounced correctly. But if I didn't, you know my number. <laughs> Give me a call. <laughs> oh, Tell me how to pronounce gosh. your name. Uh, I'm going to call you Tori. <laughs> Actually, you might hate that. You know what? I'm going to let you come to me. We, you tell, you tell us, us what you want to be called. Uh, we also have Brianna Rochelle. What up, girl? We've talked before. And also Katie hey. Bennett is back in the house. Katie has been with us since yes. season one. She's an OG weirdo. Katie is a longtime weirdo. We love one it. One of our firsts. Um, and just so you guys know, you can leave and come back to the Patreon anytime you like. Of course. Like, if you paid... $10 this August, you'd get access to everything we've ever recorded that's just for $10 a month patrons, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you get it caught up and you want to skedaddle for a while, you can do so and come back when you've got an extra $10 to spare. Yeah, we get it. It's seriously we not understand. a problem at all. You'll also get merch discounts even if you only da- donate the 5 or $10 once to the show. So again, even if you just join for August and you leave a month later, you can still use your discount in December. And I just want to let you guys know we have people donate and leave and come back all the time. It's no biggie at all. We put a lot of work into the Patreon content and we're just happy that you enjoy it and that you support the show. And sometimes supporting the show is just liking our Instagram pictures or telling your friends about us. There's so many ways you can support us and and stuff like that is also just a huge support for any small business that you know. Yeah, honestly, getting on social media and supporting a small business is one of the biggest things you can do, even if it seems so silly and like your your little thumbs up like won't make a difference. It truly does. Yeah. It gets it gets you on more people's pages. It could get you potentially on the explore page on Instagram to make more people see it will get you on it'll get businesses on your friends pages when you're liking and interacting. So please help us out on social media, but also help out anybody you see a local business that you want to support a friend starting a business social media man it's ruling the world as much as we don't want it to and i'm so I'm, get on there and support <laughs> i'm really bad at social media i'm a lurker i just lurk mm-hmm. i don't like anything a total lurker i i'll comment more than i'll like i'm really bad at it and it's like liking is so easy but i'm just sort of i don't know i just space out when i'm scrolling um so i we've talked about that before every once in a while i try to be like like, all right get better at liking some pictures you're always asking people to like your stuff (laughs) like i i would say i'm one of ashley's closest friends in this world you can deny that if you want but i would think i am you've maybe liked two of my instagram (laughs) photos and i don't question our friendship over it because i just know that's who you are (laughs) but it is funny that like you are someone that i'm like closest to in this world and i definitely text every single day but yet i don't know if you've liked any of my photos i'm so bad at it don't take offense when i don't like your stuff actually i've been really good at liking stuff in our facebook group which you guys should join if you haven't already we're having a lot of fun we're planning a camping trip right now (laughs) i know apparently we're all going camping in alton illinois so join the fun everybody so 
It's truly so fun. Like, I hate Facebook, if I'm being honest, but I get on every day now just to see what's going on in our Facebook group. Like, I ignore everything else and go straight to the group to see what everybody's talking about because it's so fun. I love it. Also, this is not, this is just random because I got an email today. This is absolutely 100% not a sales pitch. Like, we're not going to get anything for this, but I have three free boxes of Home Chef. Uh, available. So if any listeners want to try Home Chef, I have three different like promo codes. So three of you can get a promo code to get like a free Home Chef meal um, if you're interested. So just like the first three people that reach out to me, I'll send you the code. Oh my gosh. And it's so funny because Ashley and I have talked about this before. Like if anyone should be sponsoring us, it should be Home (laughs) Chef because we talk about it way too much. We already use the service and every week during our sound check, we're like, what did you eat We compare our meals. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't think I ever updated you last week. That tortellini was bomb, but it did... It did give the bubbles mm-hmm. to the tummy, but it was so, so good. Uh, tonight I had yes. fish cakes and uh, corn and red pepper succotash, so my next Ooh, hell yeah. bowel movement is going to be weird. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Anyway, oh, we gosh. can get to the show probably. Yeah, we can get started. We won't talk to you about our bowel movements anymore. I'm going to kick us off with our first weird news story. And I thought it would be a fun way to kick it off because we have a history, especially me, of talking about weird foreign objects in the body. So I'm going to talk about that. (laughs) However, this one takes a twist. So get ready. Okay, is everybody ready? Let me just you can you can answer even though I can't hear you when you're listening. Are you ready? Let me know you're ready. Aye, aye, Lauren. Go on. Aye, aye, Captain. I can't hear. Okay. (laughs) Just last month in early June, a man visited the hospital in northeastern India complaining of abdominal pain. And he, as soon as he got to the doctor's office, he said, I have done something embarrassing. He told them that he had ingested earphones and believes that they are the cause for his pain. The doctors, of course, had seen worse. So they were probably like, this isn't that crazy, dude, but they were like, it's going to be okay. Here are some laxatives. It's going to take maybe a day or two, but come back and see us once you've passed them. This shouldn't be too big of a deal. All good. So they send him on his way with like super strong laxatives. He comes back five days later and says that nothing has come out, even though he's passed stool several times. So they were like, that's bizarre, but they do an endoscopy and they don't see anything there. So they're like, are you sure you swallowed earphones? And he says, yeah, the pain is super severe. I definitely ingested earphones. They're like, okay, well, I guess, unfortunately, we're going to have to do an exploratory surgery and see what's going on. So they have to cut him open, and there's absolutely nothing in this man's intestines. He claims he ingested the earphones, and he's definitely in pain. Like, it's not, they can tell it's not fake. But they're like, what is this, what is this dude's deal? There are no earphones anywhere. So finally, they look at one of the x-rays they'd taken, and it reveals that this man has a two-foot-long charging cable in Ah. his bladder. Oh. Not in his butthole, not in his intestines, not in his esophagus, in his bladder, which is not like the usual stories we see of foreign objects in the body. It's usually like up the butt, up the vag, somewhere in the tummies, somewhere in the esophagus. No, this was in his bladder. This man had inserted a two-foot-long charging cable through his urethra. (laughs) 
And it made its way into his bladder. So the main surgeon um, in India, at this hospital in India, Dr. Waluil Islam, took the case and was Dr. able to... Waluigi. <laughs> Waluigi, if you guys <laughs> have met this character in Mario. Um, doctor, I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. We all know I'm saying it wrong. So I'll just say Dr. Islam. That's his last name. That's okay. his here. He decided to take this case and... Uh, put this man under. He was able to make a small incision and pull this long ass charger out oh, without God. getting too invasive. So the patient was totally fine. He was discharged the next day and still is doing great a month later. However, he wasted a lot of people's time, including his own, being in so much pain, lying about what he had actually done. And we say this pretty much every time we talk about the foreign objects on This Week in Weird. Just be honest. Just be honest. Like, just say what you did. You wasted so much time being in pain. You wasted this doctor's time. You probably owe a shit ton of money after all of this. Well, maybe not. It's in India. I don't know how healthcare works everywhere. But I'm sure it's not great. And you just couldn't be honest that you stuck a charging cable in your urethra and it went into your bladder. Eventually. Like, it's not like they're going to... I mean, maybe he That's didn't I don't have any knowledge about human anatomy that, like, your bladder is in no way connected to your your pooper. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it makes me kind of sad for the guy that maybe he just truly didn't know how his body worked. And maybe he thought somehow if he went in through his penis, which... Oh my gosh, I'm not even a man, but that makes me cringe <laughs> oh because I know we that that hole urethras. is so tiny. We do, but like, I don't know how it feels for the man versus us. I assume it's probably similar, though. The hole isn't big. <laughs> and I'm just like, it makes me cringe imagining that he put it in there, but it makes me think, does he believe that it leads to his tummy and his intestines? I don't. And why did he say he swallowed earphones? Like, that wasn't even what it was. Just say <laughs> it was a charging cable. Maybe put it he in thought the penis. there was more of a chance they believe he accidentally swallowed earphones because they're at least close to your mouth. I guess. I don't yeah. know. This whole thing. You know what? Just tell the truth. <laughs> I know. That don't is lie. the moral of the story is just tell the truth. And even like the... Uh, news reporter that interviewed Dr. Islam after all of this took place, the doctor was like, A, please just tell us the truth so we can help you the best we can. But he was like, B, I, we had to do some research, but we did realize that this apparently is a sexual practice that some men enjoy is sticking things in their urethra, which is news to me because I thought that was just a no-no zone that everyone knew was painful. But... There's a group of people who really enjoy sticking things in there, actually, and this guy was one of them. just looked it up. I was like, I wonder if there are urethra sex toys, because this is yeah. something that people have. There are. There's it's one a thing. called I know. a catheter, <laughs> which is like yep. funny. And it's literally it. like anal beads, only mm -hmm. very small. To go in yeah. the peen. And there's, <laughs> it's, it's like rigid, so you can pull it back out. Anyways, guys, just in case you're wondering, Amazon sells them. Amazon's got them. If this is your thing, uh, this could be it. No, but this, is it this revealed so much to me. I had no idea this was a, a sexual world that people were into. Because yeah. to me, I was like, that sounds horrific. But to each their own, this guy was trying to have a good time. But uh, you might have something end up in your bladder. So uh, just Don't be cautious. Do it. Be careful. Uh, before we move on, there's actually a, a very interesting urethra sex toy called 
urethra sounds and it's a vibrating uh, urethral dilator. Okay. <laughs> the vibrating okay. part sounds nice, but oh my gosh, I just, the Anyways. pee hole, you guys, it's scary. There's an illustration if anyone's interested. Go Google it, everybody. Amazon.com. Jeff Bezos, he gives us everything. Oh, he truly does. Well, my story starts out almost the exact same way as yours does, of course. We always oh, good. do good. We always do this. <laughs> So this story is about a 23-year-old named Cole Carini from Richlands, Virginia. Um, It's actually one of my favorite news stories I've ever had the pleasure of telling because I just do not have any sympathy for these people. Ooh, good. I'm excited. On June 2nd of this year, Cole showed up at the Clinch Valley Medical Center with a horrific injury. He was missing an entire hand. And several Ugh. fingers from his other hand. Also, just a side note. Okay, when I hear several, I think five and up. When I hear a couple, I think of like two to four. So when right. I see, say, a news report saying someone lost several fingers from one hand, like, I immediately like, how hand? many fingers did he have on that hand to begin with? Right. Like, what was going on? He has to only have one left. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> can't be another way. How many is several? Anyway, so he also had shrapnel, wo- shrapnel wounds on his neck and lower face. So he was fucked up. Yeah. Um, he was obviously rushed in and cared for. A local sheriff came to interview Cole, and Cole said that his injuries were a result of a gardening incident, something to do with a lawnmower. Okay. Well, I don't believe that already. <laughs> yeah. Police knew Carini because they'd had to deal with him before. Uh, he had previously been convicted on explosives charges, which makes the missing hmm. hands seem very fishy. Yes. Well, the sheriff got a search warrant for his home and even called the FBI in. Um, and when they got to the residence, they found a trail of blood leading from a red minivan in the driveway to the front door and then up the stairs to a second floor bedroom. And after stepping over, brace yourselves, a flesh-colored substance that looked like a piece of human skin, <laughs> cops found a plastic bottle filled with triacetone triperoxide, or TATP, which is a substance used in the creation of improvised explosive devices. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. They found this in a footlocker, and next to the footlocker was a box filled with rusty nails in a plastic container, which had obviously been what had exploded. Yeah. Judging by, apparently, like, the curtains were shredded. It exploded in that room, uh, and there was blood splattered all over the walls. Um, I'm sorry for laughing, but I'm just sort of like, sorry, sorry, dude. This is what happens happens. when you make explosives, you fool. Um, And also, the top of the container looked like a Looney Tunes character's head after they were blown up with TNT. (laughs) So, down the street, they found even more incriminating evidence. In a shed behind Karini's grandma's house, they found PVC pipes, pieces of loose wires, empty chemical containers... A pit that appeared to be the site of another explosion. Um, they found a hot plate, coffee cups with a crystallized white residue inside them, a battery with wires attached to it, and a crumpled up letter on the ground. And the letter wasn't totally legible the whole way through, but from what they uh-huh. could read, it read like this. He casually walked through the shopping mall. His jacket concealed deadly objects. He was doing it and was assured that it must be done. Even if he died, this statement was worth it. 
then there's some things that they can't read, then of tension that would come and go as he approached the stage of hot cheerleaders. A dead seriousness sank in as he realized he was truly passing the point of no return. He decided, I will not back down. I will not be afraid of the consequences. No matter what, I will be heroic. I will make a statement like Elliot Rogers did, he thought to himself. Now, Elliot Rogers, for anyone who doesn't remember, was responsible for the Isla Vista massacre in 2014. He was an involuntary celibate, a.k.a. an incel. An incel. Who killed six people and injured another 14. Um, uh, Elliot Rogers. this kid is an incel. He's an incel. So... Oh, God. Elliot also left behind a manifesto that said at one point, if I can't have you girls, I will destroy you. And apparently has since become a hero of sorts to other incels. Incels um, are creepy out. Like are I can't believe scary. If you do a deep dive and find their little community online and how insane they all are, like it's it is horrifying that these people exist. Yeah. Like I I cannot believe it. It's so bad. They have been directly linked to at least fifty three deaths in the last couple years. Um mm. Incels are very close to becoming classified as domestic terrorists. Um, and recently, they, they have just been taken. They've just taken to the discussion boards to have an innocent little chat about banding together and unleashing violence on the streets to emulate Black Lives Matter. But it hasn't been made clear what their message will be. <laughs> like, yeah, what the, the hell street. are they trying to say? <laughs> what um, are you trying to get across? One of the messages in this thread of theirs discussed banning women from cities. Uh, oh, that sounds like it'll work which and is, is very intelligent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they really good said thought. that women should be slaves and nothing more. So that's super tight. Thanks, guys. <sighs> Thank you. So anyway. For the vote of confidence, boys. So far, Cole has been charged with making false statements to the FBI and is in federal custody pending a detention hearing. His mother says that she does not think he was going to blow up a mall because there aren't any malls near where they live. Which is like, mm, not the part of the letter we should be focusing on here. Nope, <laughs> not at all. You're missing, missing the point. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe, I, I couldn't imagine what it would be like to be a mother and find out that this is something your son that your is son that way. Yeah. was planning and, and thought about women. Like, that has to be devastating. Oh. Or maybe it's not. Maybe you're a bad fucking mom. Like, I don't know. But uh yeah i'm still, so curious I, I feel like if it was my son you know you you'd want to do everything that you could to mm-hmm. uh ensure that they don't end up going to jail but at the same time it might be better if they do right like a safety to themselves and to others mm-hmm. might be to just be put away like you have to get to that point of this is what's best for everybody even though this is my child yeah and a lot of incels like I know this is like kind of touchy political subjects right now. A lot of them are, you know, white, cisgendered, privileged men who have never actually, you know, had to struggle against anything. And it might do them a lot of good to send them to jail for a couple of years because when they get out, they're going to be like, oh, shit, I know what struggle is like. Right. My mind has changed because I saw hardship. Like, I can I can relate to more people now. I understand. 
Um, speaking of, before we move on, uh, this is kind of exciting news that I found out earlier tonight. Twitter has begun taking sweeping actions to limit the reach of QAnon content and banned many of the conspiracy theories followers due to ongoing problems with harassment and dissemination of misinformation. Oh, good. Yeah. That's great news. I had reposted it and said they're all going to cry free speech, but honestly, I don't give a fuck. Take your hateful fantasy land back to 4chan or whatever dark hole you crawled out of. I am so sick of seeing QAnon people in the world. I don't think that they should exist. Sorry about it. Nope, you're absolutely correct. I think that is wonderful news. I mean, if you are on Twitter, which I honestly don't recommend it, like don't get on Twitter. I'm... I'm on Twitter. It's the worst. It's a cesspool. But mostly because of those people, they're absolutely insane. And like, if you look at poor Chrissy Teigen, Chrissy Teigen can't, she'll post about like meatballs that she's making for uh, her family and say there's a thousand comments. At least 800 of them are people saying like, oh, is it made of baby meat? You're a pedophile. You know, it's, it's I saw someone crazy. reposting that on Facebook today, like, oh, so you're drinking baby blood tonight? And it's like, what? Where? How are you gathering this The right whole now? reason it's is crazy. because there's this QAnon post, and it's literally just like a screenshot of a Word document of a bunch of mm-hmm. names that Q or someone on QAnon had um, claimed to be the flight manifest of Epstein's plane. Mm-hmm. Now... It's literally just a list of names in a Word document. And not only that, but most of the names are misspelled. And some of the countries are misspelled because it'll be like a name. And then in parentheses, like I remember at one point it said the Colombian president and Colombia was spelled C-O-L-U-M-B-I-A. And it's like, you're telling me you based all of this. On this, on this misspelled word document that has it's no not credibility, even real, and you can't you can't talk sense into them because they're they're just gone. Right, everybody is so far gone. There's a guy from my high school who has been post like reposting all of those things and truly believes in it. And like, thank goodness, I see so many people attacking him in the comments, and it's giving me a little bit of faith in my hometown that not everybody is so far gone because I do think. Sometimes in my head, I'm like, oh, geez, everybody in Metamora, Illinois has just lost it. But there are a lot of people attacking him and saying, like, where are your sources? Where are you getting this? This is garbage. And yeah, this is God, Photoshop. He, this is fake. Like, stop. He's just reposting all this garbage and like these supposed Chrissy Teigen tweets saying, like, I drink baby blood that have been completely forged. And it's like, I just I can't go yeah. down this road anymore. I had a friend from uh high school reach out to me trying to he sent me a link about uh planned parenthoods like hidden agenda to kill black people um because the the woman who created planned parenthood was a eugenicist but it's like okay but also the guy who created like international flights was a eugenicist like are you gonna stop flying planes like what the fuck are you talking about dude and then he he, like devolved into this thing about how uh jewish people don't worship on sundays because of the saturn saturn being in blah 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 something about like worshiping the devil sacrificing kids it was like hey you realize my fiance is jewish right you want to go down this road do you know why jews don't worship on sunday it's a day of rest it says that in the bible they worship on saturday 
Like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, you really want to talk about this right now? <laughs> like, how are you doing this? Oh, my this? God. So, uh, yeah, we should actually think about doing an episode on, um, on QAnon because the there's a lot to... The more we're Say. talking about it, I'm like, shoot, should we just like go off? Let's talk about it. Yeah. You guys might be uh, seeing an episode on this in the near future. We don't have an episode for next week. Maybe that's what we'll do. Hey, there it is. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. What's your next story? Okay. Oh, also, Cole Carini, you're a piece of shit. I'm glad you lost your hand. Go on. Oh, yeah. Honestly, don't feel bad for you, dude. Like, sorry about you. Um, okay, I have a, and also kind of like, crime-ish story or a crime gone wrong and funny enough we just keep doing the same things this also takes place around june 2nd great (laughs) which is so funny and also june 2nd is my birthday so holla everybody okay so a woman named uh julie wheeler age 44 went missing on may 31st during a visit to grandview state park with her husband and her son Her family claimed that while she was searching for a missing earring that night while they were hiking, she went tumbling over a cliff. Oh, Jesus. And following this report, many organizations, including all the local authorities, the National Park Rangers, everybody joined together in emergency search efforts to search for this woman who fell over a cliff, which is crazy. They were using canines. They were using everything. Nobody could find her. There wasn't even a trace of her as if she had fallen off the cliff it made no sense so it went on for a few days and then finally on june 2nd local police had come to search julie's home with a search warrant because they wanted to find cell phones and computers and other electronics to try and find some sort of history about the woman or maybe get some sort of tracking if she still had her phone in her pocket whatever so they got the warrant and went to the house but while they were there they discovered that julie was hiding in the downstairs closet what? of her own house. <gasps> so the couple, her and her husband, were immediately taken into custody. One of the main troopers on the case, when talking to local news, uh, was quoted as saying, it was all planned. The entire thing was planned. They knew this from the beginning. No part of it was real. Authorities alleged that Julie and her husband hatched the scheme because they were trying to get Julie to avoid prison time. And they even used the help of their poor 17-year-old son, who probably wanted nothing to do with it, but was just told to be a part of this to help his mom. So Julie had been a caretaker to somebody with spina bifida, and she had been accused of committing fraud because she had submitted applications, I guess, to the Veterans Administration that were false about how long she had been caring for the individual. She was trying to get health insurance for a longer period of time. Oh, okay. It turned out that all of this was false information, and it didn't work. So she was already in trouble for that and had been in trouble since back in February, where she pled guilty to federal health care fraud, and she knew she was facing up to 10 years in prison. And so she didn't really see another way out. So her and her husband decided to stage this death or this missing persons case where she fell off a cliff or rolled down a hill. Or they, I don't know what they were trying to do. They were just trying to get her out of the picture and didn't think that anyone would come a looking for her in the downstairs closet. So sure, her sentencing in relation to the first case is going to take place on June 17th. And we'll find out how long she's going to be in prison for that. But also the couple, Julie and her husband, are going to be facing their charges in the next couple months as well, which include conspiracy to commit a felony, conspiracy to commit a misdemeanor, and filing a false emergency report. So they will be facing a lot of prison time as if she wasn't already facing trouble. 
Um, it is unclear if the 17-year-old boy is going to face any charges. It doesn't seem likely, but Julie and her husband both are probably going to be locked away forever and ever. Man. I know. Uh, I mean... I just can't... I mean, I guess... I'm sure people get to a point of desperation where you truly don't know another way out. I can't really judge the situation mm-hmm. because maybe if Alex was going to go to prison, I'd be like, hey, you let's fake, fake your, your death. death. Let's find yeah. a way out of this. We're going to move to another country. It'll be fine. Um, so I don't want to judge their situation too bad. But man, just to have her be hiding in the basement <laughs> closet, I feel like they should have come up yeah, with a better put idea. Her further away. Here's the thing. Watch one true crime documentary, guys. Amen. Has nobody Listen to seen a podcast. Netflix? Right. You can learn so completely. much. <laughs> I know. That's learn, crazy. Learn some tips and tricks. But I mostly feel bad for the teenager because it, I mean, maybe he was totally gung-ho and I'm giving right. him too much credit. But to he, me, I'm maybe like, it was what his if- idea. <laughs> <laughs> he hatched the idea. Just like, oh, that poor teenager. But at the same like, time, I, yeah. It's like when your parents tell you to do something, you do that thing. Yeah. You're a teenager. You don't have much of an option. You're still living at home. And you're like, yeah, I guess I'll do this. And I mean, I don't want my mom to go to prison for 10 years. So it's just not great. Julie was doing bad things to begin with. And then the whole family got involved. So gonna do the going to do the crime. You got to do the time. Isn't that what they say? That's right. So anyway, that's that. That's crazy. Good luck to you guys. And <laughs> hope you all figure it out. Hope you figure it out. My next story, this story is so cool. So a man named Dusty Crawford, great name. This episode's what full a of great name. names. Yes. Who lives in Montana and is part of the Blackfeet Indian tribe was um and it said Blackfeet Indian tribe and he he kept saying it too. And I was like, I feel weird saying it. So I'm gonna change it. The Blackfeet great. Native American tribe, was interested in learning his history. See, he had always been told by people that his ancestors had come from Siberia and that they had crossed by a land bridge, obviously a freaking long-ass time ago when maybe there was less ocean between Russia and Alaska. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. anyway, his tribe... always disagreed. They have no oral stories that say they crossed by land. And uh, they also believe that they've been here in the Americas since the beginning of time, essentially. Well, Dusty was like, I love my tribe. I believe my tribe, but I want to see. So he took a DNA test with the Cellular Research Institute Genetics Group, and they were able to trace his ancestry back 55 generations Whoa, baby. With 99% accuracy. (gasps) My goodness. And that trace was able to show that his ancestors were already in the Americas about 17,000 years ago. Holy hell. What? isn't even a time to me. That's not even real. (laughs) My mind mind doesn't believe that time can go that far back. The DNA was also able to reveal that the origins of his Blackfoot ancestors seems to be the Pacific Islands. They journeyed to the South American coast and traveled north, which is even more wild to me. But, you know, the earliest sea crossings were around 55 to 65,000 years ago. So it's not crazy. Yeah. The current theory is that the Crawford's ancestors did travel to South America by boat and then over many generations traveled up to North America 
um, and in fact remains found in Peru contain DNA from the same haplogroup as Dusty Crawford. Wow. So the way they did this, this is really cool. CRI Genetics looked at Crawford's mitochondrial DNA, which is the genetic material that's passed down through mothers. And the analysis showed that Crawford is a part of the mitochondrial DNA haplotype B2 group. So if you actually look up haplotypes uh, or even mitochondrial haplotypes, there's like four or five groups. You can literally, in some cases, trace people's DNA down to these four or five groups of people, of, of women, basically, who existed uh, before time was real. Wow. Which is nuts. My goodness. You're able to trace the group back to four women. And the women are called Ai, Ina, Chie, and Sachi. They've also been able to trace one mitochondrial DNA strain back to 120,000 years ago. And that female is known as the mother of humanity. She's also called Eve. Oh, Eve. Which is nuts. That queen. Yeah. So, um, Crawford. This is wild. It's nuts. Dusty Crawford is actually related to I, the the first woman that I listed, the first of the female um, mitochondrial haplotype groups. So, uh, in no way, shape, or form am I condoning DNA testing for you guys. We all know how I feel about it. That's how they get (laughs) you. But. If you ever did want to, apparently CRI Genetics is the top-rated DNA test, according to Genetics Digest, for three years in a row. They are led by an award-winning Harvard-trained geneticist who proved a Nobel Prize-winning theory on genetic inheritance. And, finally, they are 100% privately owned and do not provide data to pharma companies or the government. Nice. That's so, what we like to hear. If you are interested if in... If you're going to do it, this is the way. Doing it. I, I would go to them. I don't know if it costs more money or what, but apparently they're like the right. top of the top for DNA tracing Man. if you want to know where you came from. I mean, maybe it's more expensive, but it sort of sounds like it's worth it Dude, because they're not going to mess with you. Can you imagine doing a DNA test and just being like, I want to know where my great, great, great grandma was from. It's like, well, what about your great, 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 I'm going to say great forever. Wow. That is so cool. There's actually some really cool videos that I found on YouTube about haplogroups where they literally will like break down a map and show you exactly where these four women or there's actually probably more. There's uh, where these ancestors, these four, five, six, seven people started out in the world and then Mm -hmm. where they went. Like they'll show like a little like tracer to show where they migrated to eventually across generations yeah it's totally cool i loved it very cool into that i like it a lot okay so this next news story involves a potential ghost spirit maybe we'll see a little paranormal (laughs) news um coming from a parent's advice column so not a place that you normally would find some paranormal news but here we go 
So there's an advice column that is part of Slate magazine, and it's called Care and Feeding. And I've actually read through it a few times before, and I've even considered writing into them before when I was ever having issues with Wilder in the first year, so I was familiar with them. But it caught my eye because one of the recent entries they received made headlines on a couple paranormal websites due to its very creepy nature. It's definitely not like any of the entries I've read. I don't think it's anything like most people have read, but... Here we go. It kind of sounds like our people. So a grandmother wrote into the advice column asking about her two and a half year old grandson. She said he had been having a recurring nightmare for about a week and a half about an old spooky lady that comes to visit him in the night. He says that she tells him she needs to get something from his room and that she would like to put something on his foot. Uh... What? (laughs) Uh, Who? Where am I? They believe that it is probably just a nightmare, but his details just seem so oddly specific that they aren't sure if he is truly seeing a spirit or a demon of some sort in his room. So whatever is happening, the boy is terrified to go to sleep every single night, and he doesn't like to be alone. The grandmother also included at the end of her entry that they had the family had recently had another baby, and I think the baby's like four or six weeks old. And the older sister is currently potty training. So there is a lot of transition happening currently in the house. And she just sort of ended her question with any ideas, how can we calm him down, yada, yada, yada. So the care and feeding column wrote back saying that they just believe this boy is acting out because of all the change in the house and that maybe the family should hold off on the potty training, don't make any more abrupt changes for the next couple of weeks and see what could happen. Um, She included that a week and a half for a recurring nightmare isn't cause for worry yet, but just to keep a close eye on it. And in the meantime, try something along the lines of spraying spooky lady spray in the room, like a fake spritzer of water and just saying like, hey, no ladies can hurt you because we sprayed this all around your carpet and assuring the, the boy that nobody will hurt him in the night when the spray is present. Also, get a nanny cam, see if you can see anything yourself, which is all good advice, and all of us parents can take note for this when our kids decide to be creepy Creepy. or have wild (laughs) nightmares, because as we talk about, even in our Facebook group, like, kids will say the creepiest things, but then it makes me laugh, because the columnist ends her advice by saying, this is most likely not a ghost. If anything, it could be a demon taking (laughs) taking form as an old woman. (laughs) I was like, what? Like, that's how she ended it. She was like, I don't think you have a ghost, like, think he's just going through transitional issues, but if it's anything, it's a demon it's taking a demonic the form presence. of an old woman. I know, I love that. I like, don't be ridiculous, it's not a ghost, guys. It's yeah. probably just a demon. It's just a demon that <laughs> pretends it's an old woman. So I'm just sort of like, why, if you were going to go in that hard and scare this family, why weren't you being that open-minded the whole time and just telling this grandmother that there's no such thing as ghosts and it's all in the kid's head and it's just his imagination, but then ending it with like, could be a demon. (laughs) Could be a demon. Will we ever know? So, yeah, and that's unfortunately the end of the story for now, but I'm telling it now in hopes that an update will be posted because sometimes there are follow-ups to this advice column if people want to come back and update their story and, you know, give current events of what is going on. So I'm going to be keeping a close eye because now I am so curious to see, especially if they decide to install 
a baby monitor or some sort of camera in there, like if they end up seeing any sort of figure or if they see the boy talk actively talking to someone or if it truly does just appear that he's waking up from a bad nightmare and freaking out. So I want to keep tabs on this story, but I just loved that this grandmother wrote in was like, I'm not playing anymore. There might be an old woman (laughs) in this boy's room. Uh, like I, I love seeing a paranormal is, entry. Whether it was a demon yeah, or a ghost or, or a nightmare, like what happened? You know what I mean? Because yeah, even our nightmares come from something. So, like, what right. did he did he experience something with his foot? Did someone touch his foot when he didn't want them to? Like, what is yeah. the psychological thing? If it's a ghost, why does she want to touch her foot? If it's a demon, do they get in via feet? Right, maybe the entry point is through the foot? I don't know. It does, it seems like if this boy is acting out and it's because of all the change happening in his life, like, he, I don't think he would just come up with this on his own. Like, something had to have happened. It's very weird. It definitely (laughs) made me feel strange when I was reading it, so I just couldn't help but include it. And I hope, I hope this family gets some answers, because we gotta know. Yeah, please keep me updated. I want to know about that. I will. I have to know. Uh, My next story is not necessarily news, but uh, I found a very cool place on Earth that you guys should know about. It's called the uh, Villas Las Estrellas, or the Stars Village. And this place is cool for two reasons. One, it's located in Antarctica. Ooh, wow. It's in Antarctica. It's one of only two civilian settlements on Antarctica. And it's within okay, the... Okay, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, like there's no one lives there, but these people do. It's uh, in the Chilean Antarctic Territory. And it has a summer okay. population of 150 and a winter population of 80. <laughs> Which is well, still a lot sense. more than I thought would be that's there. That's more than I would think, yes. Because who wants to be there who, in that cold? It's a community that has about 14 homes that are like just under a thousand square feet each. And I believe more than one family usually occupies the home. Um, They're like big. uh, I'll post a picture of it. It's interesting. It's it's like a commune kind of. There are about 15 children there. They do have a school. It's staffed by two teachers. And the school has three computers that do have internet access. And that's the only place with internet access there dang except you know it wasn't clear if they have iphones or whatever because in 2005 there was an antenna installed so that mobile phones can be used but i imagine it's real spotty i can't imagine it's great their only phones are their airfield satellite phone and there's also a coin operated payphone for them to call each other in the town, which I imagine aren't used that much because they can just stand outside and like yell. <laughs> right. <laughs> to get hey, attention. come over here. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure they're used a lot in the uh, winter months, but there yeah, is definitely. a television dish on which they can receive two broadcast stations. There's one oh, radio it. station <laughs> that plays music. Oh, and the radio station is specifically like for them, I think. It's like news for them okay. and like music for them. Which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, that's fun. There's a gymnasium that's like the main community hub. has everything the gyms uh, have anywhere else. And getting to my main point, there is a hospital. 
It's a Chilean Air Force hospital staffed with one doctor and one nurse. Whoa. They have an x-ray machine, a lab, um, a pharmacy. There are two hospital beds available as well as a dental clinic but no info on whether there's a dentist so i'm not sure about that i know is it just a clinic but maybe nobody operates i don't know (laughs) you have to go in and use the tools yourself yeah here's a mirror the mean (laughs) temperature for the year is 26 degrees fahrenheit which is not bad at all sure but during the winter you can't leave your home for weeks it's like negative 52 degrees fahrenheit oh gosh just unlivable so the second very interesting thing about this settlement and the reason that i researched it is that in order to live there you have to remove your appendix i'm sorry what (laughs) yep every single person that lives there has no appendix even the children why what why because the nearest major hospital is over 625 miles away and it's only accessible by plane so because of that tiny hospital that they mm-hmm. have with only the one doctor and nurse, they can't afford to have somebody's appendix exactly. burst. Exactly. Like it would just, that's oh. something that's common enough and it is. is just, that's true. and you can die so easily from a ruptured appendix that right. they're like, if you want to live here, you and your family have to remove your appendixes. Oh my God. So, what a prerequisite, y'all. I know. That's, that's um, special. Getting pregnant is obviously not illegal, but it's definitely discouraged as well. You do not want to be pregnant say, there. I was, I was sitting here trying to think of all these things that would be bad. Yeah. Um. So basically, I was like, why would anyone choose to live here? But it's it's mostly a rotation of scientists and military personnel and their families, as are pretty much uh, every station in um Antarctica. Right. But even though it's a military station, some people end up living there for years instead of weeks because most of these places are wow. installations where like just the mom or the dad go and they're there for three weeks or six weeks and then they come home, you know? Yeah. But I, I just I cannot imagine myself and my entire family going to get our appendixes removed together I just know. to go live in like the worst place on earth. <laughs> family outing. Let's get our appendixes removed. You're and getting your appendix removed whether you like it or not. We're going to live in a very, very, very cold place. <laughs> we'll post links for all of these news stories in our Facebook group. Because yes, for sure. the, the I can't remember exactly where who did the article on this, but it was really cool. They showed like a picture of one of the kids on Halloween. They still they do trick or treating. Like they Aww. still they still celebrate Halloween. Well that's sweet. Yeah, and it's just it's real interesting. That is seeing how they live so their life. Special. Well, okay, we're gonna travel to New Orleans Love for it. this next story. A 52-year-old bartender from New Orleans named Shane Mears has a passion for digging up old relics. There are so many historical buildings in New Orleans that he decided to make it a hobby when he's not bartending to go around in areas where buildings have been demolished or there just isn't a lot of action taking place, and he will look around for cool items that may have been left behind, historical items. So a couple of weeks ago, Shane found a very weird and pretty gross bottle at, I'm sure I'm saying it wrong, but Algiers Point, which is on the west bank of the Mississippi River. 
He was at a site where an 1800s house had once stood, and the bottle he found seems to be from that period as well. It contained human hair, Stop. a human tooth, a pincher beetle, and possibly some urine. Shane took to Facebook with a picture of the bottle and said he believed it may have been used as a spell to protect the property, or it could have possibly been used in voodoo practice for who knows what. He referred to it as a witch bottle, and Shane posted this bottle in excitement and couldn't wait for his followers to see it, but people reacted not great, (laughs) which in my head, I'm like, duh, Shane, what were you doing? So... Everyone on social media has been attacking Shane. I do feel a little bad. Everyone's been coming at him saying, put it back immediately. 2020 has already been bad enough. Oh, yeah. Do not mess with that. Like, yeah, what are you doing? This is not the time. Um, People came on warning him that he shouldn't have touched it and should try to find the exact spot he found it as not to anger anger any spirits. Um, People were just going to town at this guy, which, again, I, I understand. And I sort of feel the same. Like, Do not mess with this bottle, dude. I don't think this was supposed to be touched. Shane has come back saying he will not keep the bottle, but he's probably not going to put it back where it came from. He plans on donating it to a museum, actually, because both the New Orleans Pharmacy Museum and the Historic New Orleans Collection Museum have expressed interest, although they do not believe in witch bottles. They just want to learn more about it and possibly host it in their museum. Good, good. Let's open it up. I know. Let's open it. Let's investigate. Let's let something horrible out. That seems like a good idea. Oh, I hate all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that this is a bottle that exists. I hate that Shane messed with it. This could be the reason for 2020 being terrible is that this bottle exists. We don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I'm not going to take any chances. <sighs> Absolutely not. I don't like it. I don't like that human hair and a tooth was in it. I don't like that we're assuming that it's urine in the bottle. And how long has that urine been in there? I just, I can't, Ashley. I didn't even think voodoo until you said the, the pincher beetle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means nothing to me. I don't know anything about a pincher beetle. But like the hair and the tooth was like, oh, you know, some people, you know, especially back then would keep stuff like that as like a. They would maybe just save this it. Is my child. Because... Right. <laughs> yeah. My child's Here's his tooth. pee and his tooth and his hair. Isn't this oh, lovely? God. So my next story is a real bummer. Oh, no. Sorry. It's okay. There's not even a ton of information on this. It's just deaths that I I just kind of don't quite understand how it happened. But I'll I'll tell you what happened and we'll talk about it. So so this happened in June uh, in East Brunswick, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. An eight-year-old... Her mother, who was 33, and her grandfather, who was 62, were found dead in their pool. Oh. The county medical examiner's office ruled the death accidental and said it was the result of drowning. Huh. So, uh, I don't know. I'll continue. We'll just, we'll try and work this out. So, the police said that they're... Yeah, I'm already very confused. Their investigation concluded that the eight-year-old fell into the pool and the mother and grandfather jumped in to save her, but that all three ended up drowning. Apparently, they couldn't swim and they didn't realize how deep the pool was. It was their house. Um, What? Also fishy, I guess a neighbor had been the one to call the cops 
because they reported screaming. But an aunt of the family was also reported to have been outside when the drowning happened. And I guess she had been the one to tell police what had happened, that the eight-year-old fell in and the other two jumped in to try and save her. Okay. But here's my thing. So it was a below-ground pool. It was exactly like mine growing up. It went from three and a half feet to seven feet deep. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you can't swim and you're in water, you're going to freak out. Things can get crazy. But all three of them drowned? That's what's weird. And what's the deal with the aunt? And why didn't she intervene more? Yeah, like, was she a, just standing there? Stick one of those pool nets in and like drown. Right. Like, I don't understand. And like, all you have to do is sink to the bottom and push off with your legs and you're at the top. Like, it's a seven Right, then foot- you can push yourself back up. Yeah. I mean, even if you're only five feet tall, it's only two feet. And like, the edges are right there. I don't know. It was yeah. really weird to me. And like. It's very bizarre. I. I don't like this at all. I don't and I either. Don't, I don't think in any way it was accidental. And I think the ant is suspicious F. Yeah. Especially. I don't know. Like, here's the thing. You can drown in like four inches of water. It does yeah. not have to be a full pool of water. You can drown drinking yeah. a glass of water. Like I understand that. Yeah. Like I understand how drowning works. I understand how easy it is to drown. But. And maybe it's hard because I, I, I don't even remember before I couldn't swim because I've been swimming. I've been a strong swimmer since I was like four. Yeah. So same. maybe I just, just don't understand. But this none seems of these people weird could swim. to me that none of them could swim, but they had a pool and that all right. three, none of them made it out. You had pool. a pool at your house, but you didn't know how to swim and you didn't realize how deep it was. Like, that doesn't feel right. Especially the eight-year-old. If you're a kid with a pool in their backyard, you're going to be out there every freaking day. Like, we were the same Yeah, up, and the, the pool I was don't perfectly it. clean, too. It would be different if it was, like, disgusting and it was, like, because they had moved in, like, a month prior. But it wasn't murky. No, and it was a perfectly leaves. clean was... pool. So it was like, okay, so why did they clean this? If no one in the family could swim, right? I don't know. Here's why I did just... they have this perfect? And pool? the case is just closed. Accident. They accidentally drowned. It's a tragedy, and it is. But it's like I don't know, man. That just Ooh. does not sit right with me. Not at all. There's more to it, and I think somebody needs to talk to the aunt a little bit more because. Why the hell was she just perfectly fine and not helping anybody? Yeah. I don't. And in, I don't like it. In the first reports, it said that those three lived there, the three that drowned, and then said um, that a fourth family member lived there as well, but there was no information on that person. And then a later police report was like an aunt was there, and she's the one that told the police what happened. Hmm. And it's just, I don't know. I didn't, It's all fishy. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So anyway. That, I mean, it's so sad. So like, sad. I hate that this happened. I just, I'm also like, come on. There has to be more yeah, to this. Yeah, it's sad no matter what happened. But it's like, right. I just don't know. And the thing is, too, is in those pools, it's a slant. So even if you yeah. were down at the bottom, just walk. Walk up. Walk up that slant to the shallow walk end. Walk up Figure and it out. out. Like fish did. Especially once. as an adult. Come on. Yeah. Like grab the little one and walk up the slant to the three foot area. It, it, it just, this is so weird to me. I am in disbelief that everyone just thinks this was an accident and it's fine. It does seem weird to me too. And maybe I'm just like, you don't understand how 
easy it is to drown when you can't swim and that might be the case but i'm just like i don't know right i know maybe i'm not being sensitive to the fact that people truly don't know how to swim and this could absolutely happen but man just feels a little sus sus indeed (sighs) cheer me up (laughs) the good news is i am about to cheer you up because it's time for a very special (laughs) segment of this week in weird called Lauren's Derp Corner. <laughs> I was still dancing with my hands, even <laughs> though too. nobody could see me. I'm alone in my bedroom. And you guys Couldn't would get that joke if you went to our YouTube channel. And yeah, watch you're only a true Keep weird. It Weird fan <laughs> if you know what motions we're doing with our arms. <laughs> Oh, the derp corner. It's been far too long. So there's this bitch that... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'll be nicer. This British woman is a vegan bodybuilder. Her name is Tracy Kiss. She claims that if you drink sperm smoothies, you can fight coronavirus. (gasps) Oh, no. It's real. She is currently drinking smoothies that she makes with generous donations from her boyfriend oh yeah in order to fight it's so generous of him to give her those donations um she she puts his sperm into her smoothies damn it and drinks them to fight coronavirus but also just to strengthen her immune system in general she likes to take to her social media to say hey we're in a pandemic let's fight coronavirus but also you can fight the common cold and the flu just by strengthening your immune system with sperm She describes it as nature's very own free multivitamin, and she thinks that it can fight off all of the early symptoms of coronavirus and be preventative for all. She thinks face masks are great, but what if we go even stronger and fight COVID with sperm? She basically believes... This did not cheer me up. Go on. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) This 32-year-old fool also puts the fluids onto her face mm. to improve her skin condition. Because she basically compares it to breastfeeding. She thinks this is just like breast milk, which people do put on their skin. Mm. But it's because breast milk has been proven to actually be helpful. <laughs> Sperm has not. Um, she also goes on to say on her Instagram that has like 500,000 followers, like people buy into this woman. I don't know so much about the sperm. Like she is a fitness coach, so more people might be following her for that. This is just her more recent thing she's been promoting, but she goes on her Instagram to say, this isn't for everyone, but I promise you it is packed full of vitamins and I haven't had a cold or a flu in three years ever since starting to drink this. I put it on my face, I put it in my smoothies, and it's better to drink it when it is fresh. God damn it. (laughs) Which made me just gag a little while saying it. We're fine. Um, That is a a safe sex no-no. Yeah, you are not supposed to ingest. Not. But sorry, fellas, you're not supposed to ingest bodily fluids. No, just don't do it. Yeah, I just, blah, 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 blah. I'm upset. I'm upset by it all. Um, Tracy Kiss at least is somewhat self-aware. She knows that her followers most likely think this is a joke or some sort of scream for attention, but she insists in all the interviews, anyone who tries to confront her about it, she says, no, 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 this is a true remedy that I genuinely believe in. I think it will benefit everybody's health, especially during this pandemic. 
People can think it's a joke. People can think it's taboo. But I'm going to go against society's norm and educate others on how full of nutrients sperm can be. And again, she goes on with all of her tips and tricks on to prop- how to properly mix it into her smoothie. If you guys really want to see what it's about, go follow her. Her name is Tracy Kiss. But needless to say, I personally think this is disgusting. And yep. it is not, none of her advice is backed by any medical authority. There is no science behind this whatsoever. She just wants to drink sperm smoothies for no reason at all. Man, oh man. And also, she's a vegan, you said? She's vegan. I actually was just reading that the, a very large study was just conducted on um, the plant proteins versus, you know, basically like meat proteins and mm-hmm. how plant proteins being your main source of protein is actually uh, not conducive to a longer, healthier life. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they're, um, I'll have to find it again. I was just reading about it the other day. And of course, it's a scientific study. So that it's very sciencey yeah. and like not fun. It's not a fun read. Right. Uh, you're going to feel like you're in school a little bit. <laughs> but it was like, yeah. holy shit. Like they, they really, really, I mean, they had hundreds of thousands of people that they followed for like 16 years. Um, Dang. In this study. Yeah. So, so this was a real, real well-researched study. Yeah, and some people, okay. like, the thing well, is, is, like, I wanted to be a vegetarian so bad, and I did it for about a year and a half. I've never mm-hmm. been more sick. I was sick every month, probably every month. Maybe I'd get a healthy month. I was always yeah. so sick, and it messed me up. Like, my digestive system was horrible. I, I'm still having problems. I never had problems Man. before it until I was a vegetarian for a year and a half. And I did it right. It's not like I was like, I eat mac and cheese. I'm a vegetarian. Right. I, was, I remember you were eating healthy. Yeah, it was very healthy. And it just, I mean, it, it screwed me up. I'm a meat girl, I guess. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about it. I love animals. Well, apparently, that's like, not a bad thing. You know, I don't like the fact, I don't like, you know, the way we treat the animals that we eat like but sorry i know (laughs) i'm in that same boat i'm like i've watched the documentaries they upset me greatly i don't like how we're treating the animals that we're getting the meat from but i mean i continue to eat it so i guess i can't claim to be (laughs) any sort of savior in any way but and before anyone writes in and says oh well did you try yes i tried everything i talked to a nutritionist i tried it It doesn't work. She tried it. She's been down that road. (laughs) Don't at us. Don't at me. (laughs) Oh, man. So. This was fun. These were good news stories. Yeah. I still have some. Wait, what? Yeah. You have more? I thought you said you had five. I do. I've only done four. How is that? Oh, I went first. Mm -hmm. Guys, it's fine. I can count. My last thing is four more stories but it's just headlines because i i I had so many and i had these headlines but there there wasn't enough to flesh out a whole story but a full story to itself yeah still some real mama mia moments in here so let me add them number one this one is specifically for you oh good the headline was stunningly intact giant squid washes ashore in south africa there are photos it's enormous. It was over 13 feet long and weighed about 660 pounds. 
<sighs> which apparently is on the smaller side for giant squid because females can How reach is that 60 on the smaller side, Ashley? How is that on the smaller side? It's, You're a liar and a thief, listen, and I want to break your arm. This 60 feet is just rude. Is How did it wash size. ashore? What was it doing They're not so sure. close to there shore? Was, uh, apparently, there were really large swells. There was a storm off the coast, so they think that had something to do with it. But um, there were no apparent injuries on it, though. So it didn't seem to have been, yeah. like, bitten or eaten by anything or attacked it's actually being stored in a freezer facility until they can properly study its dna once covid is over because right now everything's kind of on hold there's more important things going on that's fair speaking of africa africa is slowly peeling apart wait what it's splitting it's um (gasps) scientists say that a new ocean is actually forming no way. Yeah, so like Pangea. It's like in the middle again. of Africa? Well, it's a 35-mile-long rift that's opening up in the Ethiopian desert, and it's a result of tectonic plates slowly spreading the continent apart. And uh, apparently the crack opened up in 2005. Um, it was a violent split that was equivalent to several hundred years of tectonic plate movement in just a few days. But there were no, like, Wowza. major, 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 major earthquakes involved. It just started splitting. And uh, this is really exciting to see because it's the first time we've been able to record this happening. Like, we know uh-huh. for a fact that it has happened, but we've never been able to witness it. Um, yeah. Obviously, we will not witness it. We'll not be alive to see the new ocean form. Scientists estimate it's going to take about 5 to 10 million years to become an ocean. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. And how... But still crazy. I know. It's still nuts. How they know it's going to be an ocean, apparently, you can already see the oceanic crust is starting to form in the area that it's splitting. Apparently, I guess, it's distinctly different from continental crust, which I, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. I'm sure Mel does. (laughs) We should ask Mel. Um, Mel would know all about it. Yeah. So that's happening. That is wild. This one's really fun. Um, There's a company called Canadian Tire. It's basically like AutoZone, but for Canadians. Okay. Uh, Canadian Tire in Lindsay, Ontario, had to temporarily close after every item they began scanning kept coming up as Mr. Potato Head. Oh, my God. Wait, what? It happened in five different Canadian tire stores. And they all had to shut down for a while because every single item scanned came up as Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head. And the thing is, is that like the prices weren't wrong. The prices were all correct on the items. It was but just it the just item said name. Mr. Potato Head. So like everyone's receipt just said they bought a bunch of Mr. Potato Head. So like it was going to cause a problem when inevitably those people had to return something or... Right. Needed proof of it's something. Like, well, this um, isn't a Mr. Potato Head, so I will not take this back yeah. for you. Sorry. So that's hilarious. Oh, my gosh, I love that. That is so good. And then this last one was a story um, that's kind of nuts. This was back in June as well. Several hundred people in Texas reported piercing screams coming from the sky during a thunderstorm. Oh, good. There's videos of it, it online. <laughs> if you want to check it out. No, that's not it. I have a I have a um uh an update. 
There's I was like, what if that was the whole story? <laughs> I would it. just leave and terrified. Thank you for listening to our show. That's all the time we have. <laughs> There's videos of it online if you want to check it out. They're terrifying. They were describing the scream as the scream of a banshee. Some people oh, described Lord. it as demons screaming in the sky. They some people legitimately thought it was like the skies opening up biblical times, like end times. No oh, God. Because we have no idea what God sounds like. It could just be like no. a loud shriek. He might sound like a screaming banshee. We don't know. <laughs> it could be it. Some people thought that another dimension had opened up and our world was about to be filled with like pterodactyls or interdimensional creatures. But oh, according to Texas A&M, it was a pressure release valve that was going off oh. <laughs> at the Global Health Research Complex. And what was happening was how it was sounding like it was coming from the sky they think probably had something to do with the weather at the time because it was a thunderstorm okay. too so it's like nighttime it's a thunderstorm and the sky is literally screaming oh my and the gosh. sound is the the storm was bouncing the sound back downward uh so it's still very cool and very creepy um i'm glad yeah. that it wasn't a you know tear in, in our dimension but it's very yeah, the video we're happy to hear it terrifying. wasn't the end times but yeah, Ooh, I can't wait to watch, but I'm also nervous. Yeah, the guy that was filming it, it's just like a you know cell phone. He was like, "Listen to this, listen to this. What's <laughs> happening? There's literally yeah, like, screams coming from the sky, and you could see it." And and the weird thing was, and this is uh, probably just a coincidence, was that it would literally like lightning would go across the sky, lightning would end, and then you would hear a scream, and then you, the scream would come yeah. right after. Oh my! So gosh. it seemed like it was associated with the storm, but it wasn't. I can't imagine experiencing that. Nope. I would be having a full-blown panic <laughs> yeah, attack. I feel like this is, you know what? Time to get out of Texas. If <laughs> Time to head if out. If I didn't have a reason already, this is the, the reason to go. <laughs> oh, man. And that is all the news stories we have today for Keep It Weird. <laughs> I'm glad you had that little finale. Those yeah. were good ones. Those are my leftovers, but they were really great. So that's all the time we have this they week. They were great. For Keep It Weird. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Thank you so much to anyone who has rated and reviewed our show on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who has donated to our Patreon. You guys are keeping this podcast going and ensuring that no one has to listen to ads. So Yay. everyone thank the patrons. Uh, if you want to, <laughs> we, love, we love you. If you want to become a patron and get bonus episodes and newsletters, you can do so at www.patreon.com slash keep it weird podcast. Thank you to everyone who has bought and repped some of our merch. If you've ever bought merch, please send us a photo. You can tell us not to post it if you don't want it to be public. We just want to see you wearing some Keep It Weird stuff. We just want to see you. It brings us so much joy. And for those of you who have sent us pictures, you guys all look phenomenal. Yeah, you look so great. Thank you. You're all beautiful. Uh, if you guys want merch, you can find it at www.etsy.com shop slash keep it weird podcast our sign off today is <laughs> don't duh. don't do a crime don't unless don't you do can a do crime the time and don't drink the semen smoothie oh god no we don't need to bring that up again no you're right no don't put it in there don't put that <laughs> don't do the crime unless you do unless you the time. do the time <laughs> wink Wink, wink, <laughs> and keep it weird. <laughs> keep it weird.
that's not our sign off, but that was just the noise. I was <laughs> it can be if you want. <laughs> it's the sound from the Grudge, but. <laughs>